0: no purchase necessary void were prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details all right everybody i want to thank y'all for tuning in to one objective tonight guys we got a really good show lined up for y'all this is a pre-recording show uh we didn't do live just because had a lot of stuff going on with the family and, and all of that this week with, with softball games and fishing tournaments and which we're going to get into that here in a little while and then just Graduations, graduation uh, parties going on. I just I didn't have a lot of time to get everything uh, scheduled in uh, for a good show tonight. So we just had to finally pick a time to even to do this, which is still a Sunday, but we're here, at, well, after nine o'clock, and had time to finally do it. But uh, Chris, how are you doing tonight, man? I'm doing pretty good. We ain't talked in a while. I mean, it's been, you've been busy. I've been busy. It's just been, we ain't been able to get together and hang out. Well, yeah, it's been a lot going on. Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully we're able to uh, here in the next uh, several several weeks. Here, maybe <laughs> we'll be able to get together and go out and do a fish a night tournament or something here soon. So, yeah, there we go. But um, but anyways, guys, I want to thank y'all for tuning in. We uh, we got some really great sponsors to help support this channel, and um, I, I just want all you guys to make sure you go check them out um we got a new one that i'm gonna be going over tonight um i don't have a discount code for them just yet i do plan on having that for the next show (laughs) excuse me but um so anyways we're hoping to have them have a discount code for those to the next show um we're also looking at possibly carrying some of this on our website but um first off i want to thank missile baits uh, for all they've done great company to work with great soft plastics lineup they got some really great colors and they got some really great looking baits, you know, from the destroyer to the baby destroyer to the D bomb. Uh, they got their chunks now. I mean, they just got so many different, different baits out there for every kind of situation. So um, but anyways, I uh, also want to thank uh, Amped Outdoors. You guys have been phenomenal. Um, we, we have run their stuff in our bass boats. We have run their batteries in our kayaks. Uh, actually, uh, when we had our power go out a while back, we took, our um, battery packs that we use in our kayaks and actually had some like i guess it'd be like vlogging vlogging lights that i plugged into that and i ran them most of the night you know when we're playing board games or just hanging out by the camp uh the uh the the fire downstairs the wood stove and um was able to it powered lights and charge phones for what chris how long was that about two or three days yeah of no power and frigid temperatures and they, they stood the test of time and they've doing great in the bass boat. So uh, make sure you go check them out. They're on one You can get those. Uh, also, I want to thank Waterland sunglasses. Um, you can use promo code one objective and it'll save you 15%. They got some, I, I tell you what, right now I have loved the bed fishers. I, throw the, I, I, throw, sorry. I use the bedfishers all the time. Then a great, great uh pair of sunglasses i like them because they're vented on the side um it, the sides deflect all the sun from coming in it's just really phenomenal and something else too like if you are bed fishing with them they're great for just all around use but you are bed fishing you got you like a sun hood sun jersey or whatever you know you got the hood on it yeah pull the pull dudes up man it's even better like it's just insane how clear everything is i love them love them on hartwell uh, they were just phenomenal, phenomenal pair of sunglasses. And we're hoping maybe me and James have been trying to plan a trip up north um, to some clear water fisheries for smallmouth. Hoping to be able to uh, really get to use them dudes and, and see how well they are. So, um, but really excited about that. Um, but also our next new sponsor that's come on to the show uh, is CrossKicks. If you guys haven't seen CrossKicks or heard of CrossKicks. Make sure you go check them out. You can check them out on Facebook. You can check them out on um cross kicks cross kicks, uh footwear.com um make sure you go check all that out uh, they have some phenomenal shoes especially if you like kayaking a lot wading a lot or just to have a pair of boat shoes or just to have a great pair of little outdoor shoes awesome awesome pair of shoes they, me and jane's got them tried them out we went down to the beach we'll talk a little bit about that here in a little bit went on family vacation on memorial day Uh, my son wears about the same size shoe as I do, believe it or not. it's crazy because he's 14 and he loved them. Great. just, they slip on easy. They dry out easy. They don't have that nasty smell like a wet shoe would get, you know? Um, And they got, they got three different pairs to choose from men and women um, with some really good colors. So make sure you go check them out. They're not, they're not highly expensive. And, uh, and they also have some promo codes that they normally run on their website. So make sure you go check them out. Um, they, they are supporting us. I want, I want you guys to go support all the companies that help support this channel. So, um, but other than that, let's kind of dig into our show topics. I want to talk a little bit about the Keith pochet deal. I know we haven't been doing it. We haven't done a show in forever. So I'd kind of like to talk, uh, about the Keith pochet deal and get Chris to go over with us on that. Um, but also like to talk a little bit about, you know, we had the Bassmasters event. Uh, Elite Series event on Sabine. And then we also had the Kayak Bass Nation. Uh, I keep saying Kayak Bass Nation. Uh, bass Nation Kayak Series on um, Possum Kingdom down in Texas as well, which was some phenomenal, phenomenal fish hits of scales. I mean, it was awesome to see that kind of, that kind of length being brought to the scales, which I think a lot of people knew that's how it was going to go. It's Texas. You know what I mean? I mean, it's the land of the Giants. Yeah. So it was going to happen. We knew it was probably going to be a, a big big bag to, to take to win it so uh it was like that back when the classic was down there and it was like that again when they were down there for uh, a normal qualifying event so um but yeah i want to i want to dig in also oh the other thing we'll talk about we'll talk about some night fishing tonight i mean yeah night fishing tonight don't sound right how i said that but um <laughs> uh, been doing some night tournaments <clears throat> well sorry about that anyway he's been doing some night tournaments and uh, we've had some good days. We've had some bad days. Friday night was a bad night um, for <clears throat> trying to catch quality fish. Just couldn't couldn't find it. It seemed like we looked at the fish that were brought in. There was some guys that caught some really good bags, but there was also a lot of people that didn't even weigh. So it was tough. And the water, Chris, I don't know. You know the public boat ramp where we normally put in at. Yeah. A right water wheel. Well, normally when you put in there, you got to kind of step down off that dock onto your boat. Well, you, when we left out of there, gearing to go over to where we went to captain's quarters to sign up and all that stuff, you could, you had to step down a little bit. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't super high yet, but when we came back in, you couldn't hardly skip a jig under that dock. Oh, wow. I mean, the water was way up. Mm. I think it, but you know, you would have thought that on something like that, that it would have pulled the fish up a little shallower, but it just seemed like I could not get it going. It didn't seem like the shad were hardly coming up where I was at. And when I got back up the lake, they were popping pretty good, and I think I missed the opportunity because they weren't doing it long once we got there. So, yeah, that bite that shad spawn doesn't last long. Sometimes when it first comes up, when it starts, you know, so um, timing is is key on those, and I think I, I, I hit my spots at the wrong times. So, um, but you know, I was able to go out with fish the friday night with my son i mean with my daughter i fished a thursday nighter with my son that was fun uh the usa Bassin, uh jeff mills and all of them do, and uh and, and steven do a great great job on help running that series uh a fun group of guys to fish against and just you know they make you feel welcomed you know like <clears throat> like you just just glad to have you there that it, it was it was nice to, to have that feeling and uh they did a really good job of running that. So uh, we'll get into some night fishing here in just a little while. But I, I, I want to talk about the Keith Poche deal. And there's a lot going on with uh, Kim and Gerald Swindle. Gerald Swindle did a little post. Should Gerald Swindle said anything? I don't know. I mean, that's, you know, he felt like he needed to say something. <clears throat> I understand. Um, especially because Keith Poche was... So what happened was, and most of y'all probably know this. Keith Bochay was DQ'd on Toledo Bend. His day one weight, I think it was, was DQ'd um, because he went into a water system that is kind of part of. It does say Toledo Bend Water Authority, I think, is how they word it. Um, but it's actually it's actually a whole other a whole nother water system. And if you read most of the rules for stuff, it's always if you know dams. If it's blocked by a dam, you can't. You know what I mean it ain't like for our kayak series we can't drag over you know what i mean so when we fished there for the kayak series last year for the bass nation kayak series that part was off limits um a lot of people from louisiana and all that call that from what we were told from locals that they call that the grocery store a lot of guys love to go down there and go crappy fishing uh there was some phenomenal bass that were caught in there i mean a lot of the pictures we've seen from people that were fishing pre fishing for toledo bend their fish pictures were coming from that lake, and they were monsters. And then they, you know, they told everybody that's, you know, that place is off limits. It's not really considered, I guess, part of Toledo Bend. Um, there is a little access where you pull your kayak up on it, and I don't know if it's. A, I, I I never went into it. I just seen it, and I've heard people talk about it. I either drag your kayak up over it, or I don't know. Like there's one here. It's got like a little electric motor you can hit and it'll pull you up over it, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, Keith O'Shea jumped it with his boat and he's got a, a a gator, gator boat what they call it. I can't gator, gator built or something like that. And it's made for doing stuff like that. And he jumped it, went over there and caught some amazing size fish. And then his, you know, somebody reported it, I guess, and said he couldn't be there. My thing is being a co-angler riding with that dude, you know what I mean? Or a marshal or something riding with that dude. When you're going to go jump a dam. So I it like, did like, it did like Duke, Duke boys thing. Yeah. You know, and, it, and it, now it'd be different if the water was way up and it was over into it. I think that wouldn't have been a problem. You know what I mean? Yeah. But being as it's actually a physical dam there, I think that's, it's where the line got gray with stuff, you know? So, um, and he jumped is it on the lake. Um, it's the northern upper part of Toledo Bend. Toledo Bend Reservoir, right? Yeah. yeah, it's the upper part. I'm not seeing it. It's awful big lake, so it must be way up here. Yeah, Toledo Bend is is monstrous. Um, but, let's see if I can... It's, if you if you follow the river system up Toledo Bend, and you'll go and go, then it looks like it's like a fork-looking lake. And a lot of the pictures you're going to see right now is probably where the lake is low, so it's hard to really, really see it. But I'll, uh, I'll screenshot it and send so it. So you there. weren't in the actual lake; it was like in the river before the lake. Yeah, we we were, but he he jumped, he jumped it and went over in there. I'm trying to find the uh, don't like screenshot it and send it to me that way I can find it on Google. I was just looking for it on Google Earth. Yeah, no, you're fine. Uh, I'm trying to tell you, I'll I'll send it to you here. But so, anyways, he jumps, he jumps the dam, and like I said, goes over and catches some good ones. And I'll send two pictures to you. Here we go. All right. He goes over and catches some good ones. <clears throat> and you know, for us, you can't portage. You know, in a kayak series, you couldn't, you can't portage. You can't get out and drag your kayak yeah. um, to get access to another body of water. Um, we couldn't, if there was a dam blocking it. So like, let's just say somebody, this is my thing. Let's say somebody built a pond. Okay. And the dam was fairly low to the lake. I mean, what he would have thought that would have been okay to jump because that's someone's pond. You know what I mean? But on the other hand, I do understand because the way that lake is titled, it's titled, um, the Toledo bin, uh, wildlife management, something. I, I, it's something with Toledo bin. I don't know the exact how they word it, but I remember that late because uh, we talked to several guys that when we were putting in that we're just going up here to go fishing during pre-fishing just because the fishing was so tough on Toledo Bend that they just wanted to go catch some fish and catch yeah. some giant fish, you know? So they were like, heck with practice. We're going up here to do this. So, um, but anyways, so Gerald Swindle goes on there and makes a comment because, Keith O'Shea was making a big, 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 big stink about it. And, I mean, I I can understand where he's coming from, but I can also see where what he did wasn't right, you know? Um, I like Keith O'Shea a lot. I liked a lot of the stuff that he does with his YouTube content. I think he does some really amazing YouTube content. And to watch him go in there with a little, like, 16-foot boat and come in and – and fish these big events, you know what I mean? With these guys and these monstrous boats, big motors and, and all that stuff where he's running Keith Pochet, I, I don't know, maybe running 40 miles an hour tops, 45 miles an hour tops. And this little boat. I mean, it was cool with the classic at Knoxville, see him come across the state, you come in there everybody's got these big boats with these, you know, all this stuff. And he comes in with a little, little tin rig, man. It was awesome to see. And I think he is the, a lot of people look up to him because that's kind of how a lot of us fish. You know what I mean? We don't, not everybody yeah. has those magnificent rigs, you know, I mean, it's a yeah, lot to do, but to be able to see him come in here and do something like that and compete against these guys, it just kind of like, it hits back home, you know, from what, how we fish and what we fish around. So, um, but you know, Gerald Swindle went on air and did a post basically talking about it in the rule books. A lot of people said, you know, they can't find what Gerald Swindle was saying in the rule books. So then Keith Pochet and Gerald, well, he's going back at Gerald Swindle. I didn't see much where Gerald Swindle responded back. I think Gerald Swindle was a lot bigger than that. You know what I mean? Like, he's not going to waste his time with that kind of negativity. Yeah. But in my opinion, I, don't, I, I mean, I just don't know why Gerald Swindle wouldn't have said anything. I just, I think I would have left it alone, you know? Okay, I and, see the same place still. Okay, yeah. And, and I think, I think Gerald Swindle would have, after hindsight's twenty twenty, probably been like, you know what, maybe I should. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he still was like, well, I'm glad I said what I said. Yeah. But... From what I understand, at the next few events, Keith O'Shea was making some comments at Way in I mean, at blast off, and then he did a post the other day that he wasn't going to practice for Sabine because he didn't want the everybody crying and he had an advantage on people. And I'm just kind of like, man, just let it go. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, move on to the next event. I mean, you're kind of letting. I mean, Bass has already made their decision; it's final. You know, I mean, and he protested when he got DQ'd. He went and protested it. And and when they do, they do have a a, a system because like when I went down with Drew Gregory for Pickwick, there was a system. They I mean they took all the evidence they could get. They they took all the looked at all the different scenarios they can. They have a panel of people and and they make their decision with him there. You know what I mean? And Keith Poche's outcome wasn't so great. I mean he got DQ. It stood. So I mean now it's done. So just move on. You know what I mean? Like it's over. Yeah. Um. And he just—it's like he's having a hard time letting it go, man. I don't know. It just—he it, it just won't stop. And i have gotten tired of even seeing the stuff on Facebook. Like, just—it was just not. And then everybody's bashing Bass, but I mean, I do get it. Like, you know, he's got ten rig. That's what he's supposed to be doing. Trying to find them hard to get spots. Toledo penn has got a lot of them. Other than just that pond. So, like, I mean, he should have known. But I mean, me personally, if there's a gray area. If I ever find a gray area when we go to a, a fishing tournament, like for a kayak event, I'm messaging the tournament director. Steve, yeah, you should oh. have asked. You should have just went up in there. Yeah, like, hey, is this legal? I mean, I need to know before I waste more time practicing here, or or either go for day one. You know what I mean? So, anyways, and you know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I don't know who reported it. I don't know if it was a local. I don't know if it was another pro. I don't know if it was the guy that was riding in the boat with them. You know, that said something like, "Hey, this." Spot how did you it get back down? It's my question. He jumped it. He just was, rode back over with his boat. It just looks like he would have tore the boat on to hell. Yeah. I mean, man. if you get time, type in Keith Poche yeah. on YouTube and check out his stuff. It's pretty amazing what he does with those boats. I mean, you're going to be like, holy crap.
1: What is, what is it for anyways
0: is it like it used to be an old lake or something there or i think i don't it's like a wildlife management or something okay they you just built it mean? for that yeah i get i'm thinking that's what it was oh, okay but you know a lot of the locals mainly a lot of locals know about it and they go down there and fish it and, and they try to be like they're not fishing it out you know what i mean they don't like to tell a lot of people because they don't want it fished out yeah well for what I heard man you can go down there and flip cypress trees and just catch so many fish so many bass like it's lovely. a lot of lot of trees in there yeah. So, anyways, he you know, he went in there and did all that and drama hit. And I just, you know, just want to state my facts, my opinion on not facts, my opinion on it. Because, you know, when you get to that level, all right, you just say, all right, you know what? Uh, I feel like I'm in the right, but Bass come in on this, and this is the ruling. So, it is what it is. Let's move on to the next one and just forget about it. You know what I mean? Um, I know it's a lot of money they got on the line. I know, you know, sponsors looking at them. They're trying to want to be credible. You don't want to be known as a cheater. I don't think he purposely cheated. You know what I mean? Like, I don't yeah. think, like, hey, nobody else can fish this spot. But I'm going mean, fish. he wasn't sticking weights down or throwing it like that. Yeah. So, I mean, he wasn't doing nothing that was like obviously cheating um, on, on like a, like, say, snagging fish or something that you like, hey, this is tea totally illegal. So, yeah. um, but it comes down to it too. You just kind of need to be like, all right, I'm done. Let's just drop this and move on to the next event, and try to win the next one. Because I think when you carry that negativity over into the next event, it's just gonna it's just gonna keep snowballing. You know what I mean? Now, I will say in a Bassmaster event, if he didn't practice, if he didn't practice for this event, he had a really good event. He finished fourth uh on Sabine. And I mean he was up there every Every day he was up there in the top ten <clears throat> at weigh-in. So, um, thirty-nine pounds for huh, four days of fishing doesn't seem like a lot. It's not, but for Sabine River, it's I, I don't think it's too bad because it, it ain't it ain't a lot of big fish in there, you know. Or yeah. if they're they're hard to find, <clears throat> there wasn't many people bringing in five pounders and stuff like that uh, to weigh in. So, um, but <clears throat> congratulations to Brock Mosley as well on winning that event. That was a uh, it's pretty cool watching. I watch it on live, and I love to get down there and fish Sabine. I mean, that's not a place that I'm like, I'm going to travel 20-some hours to go fish to Sabine. You know what I mean? If I'm down there, I'd like to fish it one time, but it's like, yeah. not a special place I want to take a trip to. I mean, guys are running all the way to Houston. So you got to run out of the Sabine River and run out into the bay, into the Gulf of Mexico, basically, and oh, wow. then run down. So they say it's a two-hour drive from blast off to Houston on a river in a bass boat. So you get down and you got to fill up. So, I mean, that's a heck of a drive, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. So, so, anyways, but, you know, it was cool to watch a lot of that. Caleb Soberl, knows was making that drive. I don't know if he did it every day. Um, but it, it's pretty impressive to watch him guys run them boats like that and, and make that long of a run. I mean, that's a long run. I know for me driving – i'm like man i need to make a long run and i'll, I'll drive from the upper end of the Roanoke all the way down to the dam it's not lake and i mean that's a long run to me by the time i get down there i'm like damn i'm glad this is done that guy's are running two hours dread- i know two hours of a boat yeah beat me to death man wind just smack you in the face you well, yeah know? it's just whew. and and like sabine man it ain't in a lot of them places down there, It ain't like it's a just you know go straight like something not like you're just kind of hitting waves you know I mean, it's it's shallow areas, and you got to be on your your p's and q's where you're running that boat, and watching out for bars and all that stuff. So, and you got tide and all that stuff. So it's it's a lot of factors that go wrong. And if it gets real windy, I mean, you get out on the out there on the Gulf. I mean, that's that could get nasty in a bass yeah, boat. Yeah, so bad, if, bad, if real quick in a hurry. Yeah. So, um, but anyways, no, it's pretty cool to see that event go down. Um, but like say. Just going back to the Keith Poche stuff, I, hopefully this is done. And it's over with. Hopefully get done with it. But I just – there's a lot of that been going on. I just want to have my little two cents worth on it and then be done. But um, but also, I want to pull up – so let's talk – since we're talking about Texas and we're talking about Big Fish, let's talk about the Possum Kingdom event that – look, my voice is squeaking. I'm still so like going through puberty you now. Oh. Uh but the Possum Kingdom event, man, I mean, some giants brought in. I mean, some big ones, man. Guys having 20, 21 average fish for five fish, you know. Just phenomenal to see it go down. And big congrats to uh Cates. I, I don't know his first name, M. Cates. I was trying to read the article real quick and couldn't find his daggone He just kept calling him Kate, So uh, I, I'm not real familiar with, you know, all – it's so many people that kayak fish. I I just cannot, I don't know everybody, you know? Um, but 210 inches total. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, that's, that is a lot of inches there. And I mean, on day one, he had 109 inches. And on day two, he ended up having a hundred inches. On day two, he was his day two total with everybody. He was fourth. Day one he was first, but, you know, total out of day one and day two is what they're going off of. He won yeah. with 210 inches. That is just phenomenal, man. Like that seven-inch seven inch lead there. So um, that's, that's pretty cool to see that go down. I mean, you had to have some big ones. I mean, you had to have some monsters to get to make the top 20. And it looked like it was pretty close once you got out of that top five with with inches so uh congratulations guys we had our guy bob brisky i haven't seen yet where he finished at um i know he was having a pretty decent practice considering he said but um i know he was struggling to find some of the bigger fish um down there but he ended up making that drive down there from florida and and, man we're proud of you no matter the outcome and um glad to glad to see that he had a good time down there anyway so um but anyways uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, some night fishing, Chris. This is me and your your favorite time, really. I mean, we've this yeah. is we've in a lot of time on the lake, um, and and trying to figure these fish out over this over several years, and then we had a, then we had a lull because you know kind of kayaking, fishing, getting into kayak fishing, and just other stuff going on, and um, life changed a little bit, and we w- wasn't able to get out on the lake there for a while. Now I got a boat again, and we're kind of, I've been getting out there with the kids a lot trying to get back in my rhythm of what these fish what these fish are doing. And it's hard to do that because this year has been, you know, I've, I've said it a lot in videos, and I feel like we're always saying, man, this year's weather's been crazy. This year's weather's been crazy. But yeah, it really has been like, I mean, man, what's it supposed to get down to like tonight? 50-something? Something like it, yeah. I mean, it's like the cool air is just hanging on, and the water temperature is still 73 degrees at Smith Mountain Lake right now. Yeah, that so was as we'll, we'll Go, We'll let it go. No, it just it won't. And I mean, so I mean, for instance, let me look at the weather here. Um, let's Carsville? Let's go to just my house here. So it's supposed to get down to 52 tonight. Okay. We won't so Monday and Tuesday, it's gonna be Monday's looking like it's gonna be right at 80. Tuesday be eighty, and then Wednesday 76, 77, 78. 82 then Sunday's supposed to be hot again they're saying 84 yeah but then you know the lows in the upper 60s but here's several lows in the lower 50s again it's like the lake just can't get to that but anyways i like i like the water temperature in that in the 80s you know that's just when my deep bite feel i feel like my deep bites getting going yes i've hit a lot of brush piles um i know that's nothing that we normally used to fish we used to fish rock bluffs and points and all that stuff, and and I have found uh, right many brush piles here lately, you know? I'm going down these brush piles, and I just can't seem to get... Maybe I need to work with them more. I don't know. I can't seem to get them active. And I'm not seeing a lot of monster big fish down there with the live scope, you know? Then again, maybe that's what's wrong with it. Maybe it is a live scope. Maybe people are just finding them and catching them, and they're getting a lot of pressure now, you know? Maybe. So, uh, I love the live scope, but it's also a love-hate relationship with it. I mean, just because of nothing's a secret anymore. It's really hard to have that little secret, secret spot anymore, you know, um, that someone hasn't found. Um, I, I, you know, there's a few out there. There might be a few little piles of rock here and there that you've found over the years, Carolina rigging. They don't really have no trees on it, but fish stack on it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but, but anyway, so, I just, I can't see, like, the Shad spawn has been kind of funny, man. Like, you know, I'll go out there, and I'm, like, busting them wide open to top water, you know. And you got the next night, and we, I mean, Friday night, they were coming up. I mean, I'm sorry. Thursday night, they were coming up right when the tournament was over. I mean, busting like crazy. Friday night, I go out. All my spots, I never had them coming up swirling. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Group void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Never got them up there busting. You know, the weekend before, yeah, it was the weekend before that. No, weekend before Memorial Day, me and my son went up there on a Friday night and fished it. They were swirling, but the fish were never busting up on the top, just here and there, not like they normally do, and I was on top water and catching them. And, but I couldn't get it going this weekend. I could not get it going Thursday, could not get it going Friday. Everything I caught was basically off of uh, a Texas rig. And just, you know, throwing a little worm around, Texas rigging, and they were just eating it. But Thursday night, I just, I mean, Friday night, man, I really couldn't get it going. Like, (laughs) I caught a 14, and then Alyssa, which was, the cool part about it was I was able to fish with my son on Thursday night for the USA Bassin Tournament. And then Friday night, I was able to take my daughter out. And fish uh, her first. T- is her first tournament with me, yeah. And just just a fun experience. Now I think it was a little too long for her, and she had a softball game the next day, and I don't think she was all there for it. Granted, it wasn't early in the morning. Her softball game was like at twelve or something, you know. So, but still, she just she was groggy. I don't I don't think fish until <laughs> two thirty in the morning is good for her. I think she's better for a Thursday nighter. Yeah. On those, but um, but the way everything was working out it was better to have my son fish a Thursday night or that day. So anyways, uh, Thursday night, we ended up catching one. It was like four, seven, five, we got beat out right at the end. Uh, a guy brought in a five, two, two. I was like, man, that was my big fish. I knew we weren't going to have, I knew we didn't have enough at all. We only had like six pounds uh, with two fish. I knew we didn't have enough to make any top, you know, top fives or nothing like that. A- actually we did, I think have a top five out of it, but yeah. Um, but you know they were only paying two positions. There wasn't many boats in that event, so. But I was like, man, we might we might be able to get us some big fish money, and that didn't happen either. So, she just got beat out. But that that was all Texas rig and on some rock bluffs, and but I had my my third fish on about three times, just oh, wow. just couldn't get them in a the boat, man. And I mean, a two pounder I think would have put us in second place. Um, so, and I mean, the, like, say, I don't know if I just said this or not. These are three fish limits. This ain't like five bass limits. So, um, but what's impressive to me is guys catching 15 and 16 pound limits on three bass, three fish limits. You know what I mean? I mean, that's, they're catching some giants up there right now. And I just, I don't know what they're doing right now. I need to put a little bit more time on the water, um, to, to figure these fish out. And I just think once they get deep, once them big ones get deep for me in my spots, I think it'll be a lot better, but just trying to figure that out. Trying to trying to wrap my head around it, you know. Yeah. I just can't, I can't seem to get it. I don't I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I don't know. It'll come. It'll all come to time on the water. So we talk about all the time on these shows. Time on the water. Yeah, uh, get, to, get to hang out. Yeah, and, I mean, you know what I mean. Next year, man, it might be blistering hot, and and we're gonna be fishing deep already, you know. I mean, because I, I normally this time of year that's when I'm hitting deep docks, and I'm running, I'm milk running, man. I, I got docks that I'm hitting right for dark, that I'm getting, you know, some two pounders, and then and trying to catch a, a good one or two big fish, you know, to kind of get you up there. Uh, once it, they come up, and start popping them, shad. It's just it ain't going that way this year, so I need to make some adjustments. Um, but you know, I do want to talk about. I took my dad out uh, a couple of a couple weeks ago, and we ended up just buying some X brides, um, for jerk bait fishing, which is, you know, it's a fairly pricey rod. Yeah. Um, with some Shimano Corados on there, some DC's and I caught one. that was just, just right at five pounds, like a four, nine, eight or something like that off of Carolina rig. And as I'm fighting it, uh, my dad, my dad's got some, some, some health issues and, and he, he was getting a little tired. And it was right around two o'clock in the morning and, I just went and grabbed a net. I didn't want him moving around real fast, you know. And I went down to grab a net, and when I came back up, I kicked a rod over the side of the boat. And I reached. I went down trying to grab a rod real quick, and and just man, that thing sunk like a rock, dude. Oh wow. And sometimes they kind of go down a little slow, you know. I've had some just go down slow. That dude sunk like a rock, and I just felt the tip of it when it was going down. Of all times, I wish the hook was hanging out because I could have snagged it right in my finger. You know I need It sucked. But yeah. I, I have go. Have had, had your reel anyway. Yeah. So, um, anyways, lost that. I know the area. That was about a six $700 rod set up. Just sitting there at the bottom of the lake right now, chilling. <laughs> I made this apparatus up, man. <clears throat> that was a bar. <clears throat> Sorry. It was a bar that I put five big treble hooks on, like, for you know, big, bait treble hooks. And, uh, you know, I got, like, a key ring. I drilled some old key rings on there, and then I used uh, some regular, you know, snap rings or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I'm, I got a big key ring on the end, and I tied a rope to it. And this thing's heavy, so I'm just out there dragging the bottom, trying to get it. And I've hung this thing up sometimes. I broke hooks, bent out key rings, uh, totally – not up to par on dragging the bottom of Satan Lake and lasting, you know. And I drugged for my son was swimming while I was just dragging back and forth, man, and just couldn't couldn't, couldn't get it. Couldn't, couldn't connect. No, so I hired a scuba diver. It wasn't it wasn't really expensive considering it's like $125. Oh, that's not bad. No, no. And you know, that's for like 30 minutes to an hour or something like that, you know, yeah. and I just got to pick him up at the boat ramp and we're going to go out. And um, so I was supposed to have him Thursday and he, he, he got sick and couldn't make it. So we're hoping for next week, uh, this coming up week, if you're listening now this coming up week, yeah. um, to possibly get out there <clears throat> and, and try to retrieve this rod and reel. I got the idea where it's at. I know where, well, I know where it's at, um, so I'm hoping he can go down there and get this thing, get it. I'm gonna have to probably send the reel off and get. It. I normally can clean them, but I want to send it off and just get it, you know, cleaned up good. Yeah. Everything cleaned out really good. And rod I think will be okay, but man, it just sucks. I just loved that jerkbait rod. It was a phenomenal jerkbait rod. Uh, it was a Shimano X rod. I mean, loved it. So kind of made me sick. I, you know, that Ranger's got tall gunnels on it. That skeeter of mine that I had, you remember that one? They did the gunnels yeah. not very tall, and it, it would have been easy to kick all your rods off the side of that boat, and I never did it, never did it. This one here, I somehow know they flipped it up under. Oh, my, like my foot got flipped up under, and I flipped it right over the side of the water. Mm. At two o'clock in the morning, when you can't see nothing, you couldn't have done it no better. No, I mean just it was just a perfect situation, so. And and I you know, I've posted a picture up, and you know, really in, in that picture I look like I was super happy, but deep down inside and my soul was aching. It was, it was sad. I was sad, like it was the worst feeling of my life to drop that expensive ride over, and I got this nice, beautiful fish, and I don't even enjoy any moment of it. I'm like, I'm ready to just put you back in the water. It's because of you I lost this rod. <laughs> it's because of you. Yeah. yeah anyway, <laughs> that sucked. So that's how it goes fishing sometimes you lose some win some and that night i lost a lot so but but anyways, back to night fishing um so i just kind of want to go over a little bit of my techniques and what i like to do it's you know i love we thoroughly en- enjoy night fishing um i got probably i want to say five No, honestly, probably about five baits i could go over into six because I, I now that i'm thinking about some stuff but and my main go-to baits, I'm looking at about five baits. So, you know, right before it gets dark, I'm running around with a drop shot and I'm just plucking docks and, and just seeing if I can get something quick, you know, some two pounders or you pull up on a brush pile and you'll see them down there. You can, you can kind of pop one from there. You come up and you see a school of bait fish and you'll see a few on the bottom there. Um, and I was doing a lot of that before Livescope. you know, we just had regular two, two D sonar and not so much on the brush pile stuff, but like, finding schools you know you just see a school you just drop it down there and you catch one you know um but now we got live scope i can i can focus so much more on some brush piles and deeper stuff and and all that but but for you know like i say before it gets dark drop shot is my my main go-to um and i'll throw a popper around too as well like a popper or a czar spook around some around the docks and stuff like that and i'll also do some some cranking so we're on to three baits right there, um, but <laughs> I'll, <laughs> but I'll do some cranking and I, and I'll go mid depth to deep diving. You know, like it just depends on what the fish are setting up like. And um, I just ain't caught none. And, and I see a lot of guys throwing crankbaits right now, and I just can't seem to get nothing going on crank crankbait. I don't know what it is, but um, it's all been soft plastics for me here lately, and a few top water things. But and then, but once that sun starts setting and it's starting to get dark. I'm picking up a uh, uh, big black worm of Zoom Mag 2. That's what I'm picking up. And I'm going to start pitching around docks, deep, deep docks. And, uh, or, or this is where two of them come in. It's going to be texture rig and a Carolina rig. So we're up to five right now. So I'm going to get to about seven setups here. But I'm throwing it on a Carolina rig and I'm throwing it on texture. Now I got it on text rig for more fishing, like bluffs, deep docks. Um, a lot of brush you know if you got some laydowns or something you want to flip it around yeah. i'll flip around that stuff but the carolina rigs when we start running points you know i'll get down there around the dam we'll run a lot of points down there i got several points up mid lake that we'll run carolina rig on throwing that mag too and it's just it's just an awesome awesome bait man they love it they love it black worm every once in a while i'll change it up and go to like a i think it's like black neon black with blue flake in it yeah. But those those right there are my my go tos, you know, right off the bat. Now, when we get to where the shad and this is a whole other deal. When the shad coming up and they're spawning and they're and they're t- and they're hitting real hard on the top, I and mean, you'll know it, man, when it's going on because it is just massive explosive sounds, just you know, and you're like, oh man, and they'll about tell you where they're at. If you really just sit there and listen, you keep hearing one blowing up, they'll about tell you where you're at. And you can go over and you can ease in them. I cut all my electronics off. I don't have none of that going. I don't even have my maps going. You know what I mean? Everything's off. And I'll just ease up on that bank and start throwing a thunder stick. Um, or some other kind of jointed bait. You know, I don't want to go in. You know, a lot of guys around now know what to throw, but I don't want to go too much in it because it's hard, it's hard to find some of these baits. So a um, thunder stick will get you going. And Chris, you've caught. You know we've caught stripers and everything off them things. Oh yeah. Um but you can I mean river was it river sea's got some um sixth sense got some sixth sense has got a really great lineup of, of different baits that'd be great at nighttime and, and your hard baits and stuff. Um but I'm I'm gonna throw some kind of jointed bait and I'm throwing it up there I mean right on the riprap and just working it ever so slow. And they will just Crush it, and it's crazy to me how they miss it sometimes. Like you swat at it or something, and it'll make the biggest explosive sound. Something I've had them hit it so hard that they'll knock it out of the water into the rip rap and hang you up. Oh, like they'll just come up and just do. You just see it fly up, and, and all of a sudden you're hung up in a river, and you're like, "What? The, how did it get that far up a damn bank?" <laughs> <laughs> so, but that's a really but you know if they if they're short striking it a lot or. You're, you're throwing it where you're hearing a blow up and you're not hitting it, I'll go to a jitterbug. And a freaking jitterbug, man, is an all-time legend for pond fishing, lake fishing, especially at nighttime. Get the big black jitterbug. Now, I don't like the hooks that come on a jitterbug. I always change my hooks on a jitterbug. I go over, actually put a snap ring on them. Um, I'll, t- I'll unscrew them take those hooks off, put a snap ring on. You can probably clip them too. But what I like to do anyways is because they pull those, those wires, It's you know, jitterbugs like old wood bait. So where the hook retainers are, they'll pull those screws out if you catch too many fish yeah. or a big striper or something, hit it, you know, yeah. screws out. So I like taking them out anyways. And then I'll put the snap ring on and the hook. And when I put them back on, I put like epoxy. And then that way, I'll screw them in there and they ain't going nowhere, man. They're, I don't, I haven't had none that's pulled out yet. And I've caught some pretty decent fish off of it. They've destroyed them. So, um, that, that's my main go-to bait. So let's go over again. You got drop shot. Um, you got cranking. You also got like a, like a czar spook or a popper. You know, it just depends on what they're doing. And then you got your Texas rig, your Carolina rig. And then you got uh thunder stick yep and a uh uh i keep want to say water plopper now jitterbug water plopper some people throw at night i don't throw a whopper plopper at night i just i just don't be quite honest with you whopper plopper don't ever really work for me not unless i'm on a river i mean i don't catch them nowhere else with a whopper plopper <laughs> except yeah. on a river i don't know what it is other people oh man i caught them off of water well great for you because i congratulations. can't congratulations yeah i can't seem to catch nowhere else but the james river or give me an award yeah. So but but that's that's my main go-to night baits. Uh I mean that's a start. I know a lot of guys like throwing all kinds of stuff. I mean there's so many different things you can throw on them when it comes to jigs. <clears throat> I know James, he likes throwing jigs on them at nighttime. <clears throat> I have thrown jigs. I just I haven't had a lot of success with them at nighttime, but I mean James has. He's done really well at nighttime with them. I've caught some big fish at nighttime on them, but I don't catch a lot. Which, that's, that's a jig anyways. You're looking for five big bites. Yeah. Um, at least with the night tournaments now, there's three. So, and I might have to add that to Marshall here lately because it just seems like nothing else is really working right now except for soft plastics anyway. So, uh, a jig might come in handy. So, I might have to make some changes and go over fishing that a little bit more. But, uh, but that's my main two. My main, I see my main two. Was that seven baits I got now? Yeah, seven. Bates. A little plethora of baits there. Yeah, and I'm, I'm probably going to do a YouTube video on it kind of talking about the baits and the setups and all that stuff. But um, that's my main go-to baits there I'll have on the front deck. And it's not too much up there. Now, when it comes to my Texas rigs and Carolina rigs, I don't like to have two tied up um, because it sucks to constantly retie. In the dark. Yeah, in the dark. (laughs) And I will normally have two of them. And sometimes on my Texas rigs, you know, we're talking about black and we're talking about black neon. Sometimes I might have black and have green pumpkin on because I I've seemed to do really good like especially like a full moon night. Oh yeah. I'm just hitting a green pumpkin like crazy. Is it is well, it just cuz uh, on it? What's the purple called color? Uh, uh black grape. Black grape, yep. Yeah. That's that's a good color too, you know. Uh It's something about them dark colors, man, at nighttime it, they love it and you know, I, I've thrown stuff in summer crawl um I seemed to do a little bit better with the blacks. And the um, black grapes and, and all that stuff. but There's another colors other than black grapes that we've used as well. I can't think of it. Uh, electric blue or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's when we used on old monsters or something like that, wasn't it? I uh, ain't an old monster in forever, dude. We used, Remember when we used to throw the old monster all the time? And we sure. used to throw them in uh, Mag 2s. Yeah. Now all I'll basically throw as a mag too. I bet you I got four bags of black sitting in my boat right now. So and then I and you know, like when it comes to different soft plastics and stuff like we was talking about worms and all that, you know, when it comes to Carolina rigging and stuff, a lot of times I throw a trick worm on there at nighttime. Yeah, that's what that's another good a trick worm. Yeah. So I mean that's they're, black they're, black utail. We've used those. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Anything in that dark color—it's yep. got a little bit of vibration. You know what I mean. Granted, a trick worm doesn't have vibration, but if they're—they're they're not hitting those other baits, it seems like that trick worms just a, a little more subtle. Yeah, and it ain't—I it don't have no action. You know, and sometimes fish like that. I don't know why. It's kind of weird, but, um, but you know, I haven't thrown that at all this year. Carolina, yeah, on my Carolina rig, I need to actually get that back on there, so and, yeah. and just try it. So. But I mean, you know, maybe we'll work out something. Maybe we can fish this Friday night. We gotta see. I don't know. Well, you gotta work. So we'll yeah. have to see things go. Yeah. But um we'll try to work something out. Maybe we'll take a vacation day or something. We'll go. Yeah, fish we'll a planet or something. Yeah, go fish a Friday nighter and be back be back to old times. Oh yeah. And some of that stuff. So maybe one day we're gonna get you on a day shift job where you can have work stay stay and go do things with us normal working people yeah really (laughs) tell me about it so but but now i mean that's my top baits guys i mean you know it's it's pretty simple i mean a lot of night fishing is just trying to find your key areas i don't like making a lot of runs i will make some but like a lot of times for me nighttime fishing we hunker down me and chris has got a couple bluffs that we fished we fished on damn near all night long yeah, they don't, you know, most time not most most of the time they don't let us down. No, I mean they'll we'll hit it and we'll work that bank two or three times and boom, you catch a good one. You know, you catch yeah. like a four, and you're like, oh man. You know, and then you work it again, boom, you catch another four, and you're like, Oh boy, you know, like then you catch a two, and then you're like, Oh crap, and so then you'll you'll leave it alone and then you'll go hit another spot and you'll come right back to it and boom, they're hitting again. So yep. um we don't we don't have a lot of spots we run. If I do make a run sometimes, like, say, I'll make one from Roanoke River area all the way down to, like, Craddock Creek or something like that. But once I make that run, I'm there for the rest of the night, you know. I've made my bed. I'm going to lay in it then. So um, sometimes I'll give myself about an extra 15 minutes when I get back to um, fish like a point or two near the boat ramp that I like. But once I make that run down there, I'm stuck. So, like, I normally try to stay mid-lake area. That's where we've always fished, you know. Had a lot of confidence in them areas, but this weekend for me, for the shad spawn, I need that water to be calm. It, if it's windy on the bank, the shad spawn isn't working for me, you know what I mean? Now I mean, you can go up here, and maybe throw a spinner bait or something and get something going with it. Yeah. I've tried, I just can't ever seem to get that going. But if it's dead calm, if I can find a dead calm point or uh, the inside of a point or some kind of wall when the wind ain't hitting and the shad up here swirling, it's on, man. Um, but you know once but if all all that's not working then you can kind of pull off when it's a lot of boat traffic going on and you can't seem to get that because it's washing all the water up and down it can't ever get swirling good you know so i'll pull off and just start fishing points and bluffs but i mean for me uh, some of the bluffs man if you got a lot of if you got a lot of waves hitting it at night it seems like i struggle with that sometimes but this weekend since we've had such bad weather friday night the traffic was horrible to about one o'clock in the morning with pontoon boats, and making up for lack of Memorial Day, L- yeah, late, late time, I guess, yeah, yeah. Got to get them hours on that boat, man. Oh yeah. oh yeah, oh <laughs> yeah. So, but it, you know, it it was, it was, it was fun weekend. I had a good time fishing with the kids, and um, you know, we caught some fish, and let's call her first drop shot fish. Well, there you go. So, we had one that kept swirling up on a dock pole, man. You just hear it bust every so often. And I'd throw a top order and he wouldn't do nothing with it. And she threw that on drop shot over there. And she goes, I think I got one, man. And, and dad and the drag was just a ripping, And he was about, uh, for a little over 14 inches long. It was a keeper. Yeah. yeah, hey, all right. uh, yeah So, I mean, she, she was tickled to death, man. So she's like, you ready to go? You, we want to weigh him in tonight, dad? I was like, no, I, I, don't I didn't want to take basically two pounds in. You know, yeah. when, when I know that you're going to have to at least have 12, 13 to get a check. Oh, yeah. it makes points, you know what I mean? So I was like, man, I, I said, if we had like 10 pounds or something, I'd go away. But go away two pounds. I just think we'll do it, baby. So we took some pictures and posted them and we had a good time. We had a good, fun night. So, um, but other than that, I mean, had a good weekend, had a good week. I hope everybody had a fun and safe Memorial Day weekend i know we did we went and did some camping uh went down to virginia beach did some camping down there and the, it, the weather was crap i mean it really was it was like a whatever that little depression was that came across florida and come up the coast i mean yeah it ruined everything yeah you couldn't get in the ocean it was just it was bad and then it was really cold it was really rainy we didn't even get, we went out on a pier on the last the day we were leaving we went on a pier to go fishing and nobody was catching anything after on the pier. Like it was really, I think in the morning they did, but we didn't get out there early. So it just, it was a few skates. My wife and my wife did catch a blue and a little puppy drum. Oh, wow. Okay. But, you know, other than that, that's all. That's all. We hung some crab. You get to pull it in. There's a big crab hanging on your bait, but they fall off. You know, you can't get them. Oh, can't can get them to eat them. Huh? Yeah. So, but I mean, that, that was pretty fun. We had a good time with that. So. Uh, hopefully you get a couple more trips in down there at the beach this year try to do some more saltwater fishing i enjoy it it's just different you know it's not it's not something i want to do all the time you know it's not my cup of tea to fish around all them people i like that all the time well some people man you see them guys on the end of the dock i I mean they're they're the diehards you know you see them on the end of the dock and they got to hide all the rods and reels you know and they're doing this special cast where they slinging out about 700 football fields. It looks like, I mean, (laughs) it's impressive how far they cast, you know, off the pier and no one gets hooked, you know, like everybody knows. Old veterans. And they sling it, man. And I'm like, dang, look at that. And then, you know, you'll see, I don't know how people don't get hung up more than they do, you know, like, They'll get hung up a little bit and like, oh man i'm sorry and everybody's cool about it you know and they'll take the rod over it and yeah. fix it and you know i mean i guess they just know it's nature of the beast and yeah when you got 35 people out there you know it's what happens. Know? and everybody's just so mellow with it you know so but you always do you know i've noticed every time i've gone to the pier you always got those uh, uh chinese people or korean people or what man they keep everything i don't think they i don't think they even look at the laws i don't know what the laws are with keeping fish Man, I've seen them throw stuff in there that I would cut up for bait, and I've seen them throw stuff in there that, like, a lot of people don't eat. You know what I mean? I well, they guess just, they're, they're, they're probably make they, use of all of it. Yeah, they probably—it's probably great. But some of them, I'm yeah. like, why, why, why even eat that? Like, that's not make even a, worth cutting up. Probably making some delicious sushi with it. Mm. Oh god, probably. Ugh. that's fish food. That's 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 catfish bait sushi. I'm not a sushi fan. Chris loves sushi. Oh yeah. yeah. But he do not like a moon pie. So it's kind of it's just kind of amazes to me that you're willing to taste and eat that garbage and not eat a moon pie. I don't want to eat cardboard with chocolate poured over top of it. <laughs> you just <laughs> haven't had one of those good fresh ones from Sam yet, man. You gotta buy the box. And they're fresh and they're good. But anyways, we'll leave it there. That's gonna be the age old gate yeah <laughs> but other than that guys hope y'all enjoyed the show night it's getting late it's 10 o'clock now but uh i hope y'all enjoyed the show we're gonna wrap it on up sorry we didn't do a live um but like say so you can check it out you listen if you're listening on itunes right now i might put the audio up on youtube not sure on that yet but yeah. it's definitely going to be up on all the uh podcasts um streaming sources and and we're, we're oh, one thing i did want to add we're actually working on a new home page for our one objective well, there you go right. so uh we got a guy uh, a company that's helping us out with that we're planning on having just you know just some new stuff up there just maybe some articles and all kinds of just odd and stuff tell people out you know a rigging and, and, and all that so um it's live now but it's under a different like website address so People people will start coming to it and seeing it that way, and they, then they can get to our store and, and buy the products they want to buy. So, um, but other than that, guys, hope y'all enjoyed the show. Um, like I say, please give it a thumbs up, or if you're listening on iTunes, please give us a rating. It means a lot to us. It helps us push the show up there, and uh, we're, we're close to a hundred. I really like to get to a hundred ratings. So if we can get you know a good hundred ratings up there, let's you know let's do see what we can do. See if we can get up there. Also, make sure you go check out One Objective Outdoors. Uh, we got a lot more stuff that we're going to be coming out with uh, just out there fishing. Uh, I'm trying to get together so we can do a night fishing video. But I got to quit entering tournaments to go do that. So uh, (laughs) maybe I'll get Chris to go out with me like on a Saturday night or something. We'll go out there and do a night fishing video. There you go. Got to go catch some fish. So, um, But like I say, make sure you check out One Objective Outdoors. It's just a a kickoff channel uh, from One Objective Bass Fishing. Bass fishing stuff, the bass fishing channel was doing good, but it seemed like every time we put fishing videos up, it didn't get the traction that it was getting that's on a channel that has less subscribers now. I mean, we get better hits on some of our fishing videos on that with less subscribers than we were on the bass fishing one. So um, we're trying to keep everything separated now. But also, we're doing some ATV, and we got James uh, over here from West Virginia. Um, we're doing some shooting videos. Just This is a little bit of everything that we love to do, you know, that ain't solely fishing so but it is a lot of fishing videos up there too as well um but other than that guys hope you enjoyed it we will talk to you later and uh, have a safe and fun weekend when you get there to go fishing and make sure you share your fishing pictures with us tag us at one objective bf or you can do hashtag one objective bf other than that guys we'll talk to you later see you see you don't you love an extra hundred dollars in your pocket